All right. Welcome in. Thank you for tuning in. Good morning, y'all. <laughs> Good morning. I am Sean Corey, and you can find all my links to all my stuff at seanvplanet.com. S-E-A-N-V-P-L-A-N-E-T.com. You can see it on the screen if you're watching, obviously, right there. <laughs> right there. If you're listening, seanvplanet.com. Subscribe to my channel on YouTube, BitChute, Gab TV, Gab. I'm posting more there and being more regular on Gab and Gab TV. It's amazing. And social media on Instagram, on Telegram. And yeah, find me on all the podcast places. Listen to me while you work or drive or whatever <laughs> as you do stuff. Um, my Discord link and my P.O. Box info are in the show notes or also on my website. If you want to send me like cool letters and cool stuff. And head over to donorbox.org slash Planet if you want to and can help me out financially. Don't do it if you can't. <laughs> do it if you can. I'll appreciate it. Um, and then also today you can send me lemons and ice cream on DLive. All the crypto food <laughs> on uh, DLive. I'm going to try opening the treasure chest. I don't really know how to do it or how it works. But I guess I have 136 lemons to give away on my treasure chest. And I'm going to try to open that. Um, I think so <laughs> if you're on D live watching, send me some lemons and some ice cream so that you can get some back. And, um, yeah, also I have like Venmo and cash app. You can find that on the donate section on my website. If you prefer to just send cash that way, I'm going to try to set up just like a PayPal account <laughs> until they kick me off, um, to just easily send me money that way. Um, Again, don't send me money if you don't have it. If you do have it, I'd love it and I appreciate it. I'm trying to finish up getting out of debt this summer and then start saving up for farmstead land. So um, anything you can give would be actually put to good use, <laughs> to great use by a good man. And it will be highly appreciated by many, me and many others in the future um, for what's going to be built <laughs> by me in the future. Um, I appreciate all the love and all support. Um, truly, y'all are all amazing. <laughs> amazing. Uh, today, I'm talking about the book Kingdom Man by Tony Evans. Kingdom Man. It's uh, such an amazing book for all Christian men to read. I highly encourage you all to get your own copy and dive in. I'm not going to be covering all of it. Um, men and women alike, go get that book. Can, you know, make sure to give it to all the boys and all the men and all the little males, all the gamma males in your family as gifts. Also, it is more valuable than any sort of trinket or card or pairs of fancy pants or lollipops um, you can buy <laughs> the males and men in your life as a gift. It will uh, definitely help your loved ones out in their lives more than the material stuff or temporary feelings ever could. <laughs> ever could. Um yeah, so today I'm going to be quoting some of it, some of the book, paraphrasing it at times, and just adding my own comments to the topics and subjects discussed in it, um, kind of adding my own <laughs> opinions on some of the concepts that Tony Evans provides in this amazing book, but be sure to just go read it for yourself, truly. You won't be disappointed, and your life will improve as a result, like for sure, <laughs> um, for sure. Yeah, my girlfriend is in the chat <laughs> again Saturday mornings. You can tune in live in the chat if you want to comment on my streams, participate, 
Um, some weeks I have like 10 people here. Some people I have like just my girlfriend writing comments that say, I'll appreciate it too. I'm a little biased, but he's pretty special. <laughs> so yeah. Thank you, Lauren. Love you. Um, thank you for tuning in, as always, <laughs> in the chat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's just get into it. The tagline to the, to the Kingdom Man book is, Every man's destiny, every woman's dream. <laughs> and the back of the book reads, Tired of dragging yourself from work, to home, to church, to bed, and back again, just going through the motions? God created you for something much bigger and more exciting, more manly. <laughs> God wants you to change the world, or at least your corner of it. Better yet, he wants you to have the adventure of a lifetime doing it. He's got a realm for you to rule, people to protect, missions to accomplish. And he's promised to give you everything you need to succeed. Follow Dr. Tony Evans as he leads the charge toward meaningful manhood. You'll see why he loves being a man and why your loved ones will thank you for reading this book. The enemy doesn't want you to know it, but you're not the man you think you are. You're a whole lot more. Starting now, you can be a kingdom man. <laughs> Starting now, you can be a kingdom man. Yeah. Whew. <laughs> yeah. This book is is amazing. Um, yeah. Jesus speaks of a treasure, and he calls it the kingdom of God. He says that this kingdom is an unusually valuable treasure for which absolutely nothing should stand in the way. A treasure is worth fighting for. A priceless treasure, like this one, is worth everything you have. Jesus said so himself many times. The reason why so many men today are weak, unstable, destructive, and broken is that they have not yet understood the mystery, the beauty, the glory that lies in God's kingdom. Instead, they settle for trinkets, gadgets, golf clubs, video games, careers, vacations, Fancy pants and lollipops and Buicks and BJs. <laughs> they try to fill the emptiness of their hearts and their lack of destiny fulfillment on temporary pleasures and material stuff. They are lacking real, true treasure that only our Creator can provide. Promiscuity, emptiness, depression, chronic irresponsibility. Family breakup, misuse of finances, divorce, violence, chemical addiction, overeating, indulgence, bankruptcy, low self-esteem, and general aimlessness plague our society as a direct result of the abuse or neglect of biblical manhood. Name a problem today, and it's probably the result of the abuse or neglect of biblical manhood. The deterioration of societies both nearby and around the world has reached an all-time high, and the call for males to come forth and stand strong as righteously masculine men has never 
been more clear. Our world is on a disparaging path of self-destructive behavior, and that must change. That must change. That change will not occur, however, unless men choose now, now, to raise the standard to where God had originally placed it. Tony Evans, in this book, Kingdom Man, again, get this book, raises that standard and defines manhood as God, our Father in heaven, and our Creator intended it to be. We must rediscover what it means to be a kingdom man. A kingdom man is a male who visibly demonstrates the comprehensive rule of God underneath the Lordship of Jesus Christ in every area of his life. We must rediscover what it means to be a kingdom man. Demon Hunter Bear, what's going on? <laughs> I hope all is well, brother. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, DLive, YouTube, Periscope, Trovo, Saturday Morning Live. Hit me up in the chat. Hope all is well. Demon Hunter Bear. <laughs> I bet he's a. I bet he's a Kingdom man. Um. <laughs> I bet he's a Kingdom man, right? The very opening of this book reads like this. Uh oh, am I frozen? All is well, my bro. Yeah, it's good to hear. That is good to hear. If I'm frozen, let me know. I think I'm frozen. Oh well, we're gonna keep going. I'm recording this. So it's gonna be posted at a later date. All five or six of you in the chat. Sorry if it's frozen. <laughs> Hopefully you can at least hear me. That's all I really, really need to do today anyways. There's no memes or clips or videos. And yeah, this will just be a replay if, if this actually did get frozen. I don't have time to figure this out. Because the, the very opening of this book reads, A kingdom man is the kind of man that when his feet hit the floor each morning, the devil says, Oh crap, he's up. Yeah, looking statuesque here, but no despair. <laughs> yeah, never despair. No despair. No spiraling. Thank you, brother. Um, yeah. Again, the very opening of this book reads like this. A kingdom man is the kind of man that when his feet hit the floor each morning, the devil says, Oh crap, he's up. <laughs> when a kingdom man steps out his door each day, heaven, earth, and hell take notice. When he protects the woman under his care, she can do little to resist him. The children look to him with confidence. Other men look to him as someone to emulate. His church calls on him for strength and leadership. He is a preserver of culture and a champion of society to keep out evil and usher in good. A kingdom man understands that God never said a godly life would be easy. He just said it would be worth it. That is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Kingdom men focus on one thing and one thing only. 
advancing God's kingdom by and for all people everywhere. He will pursue God and all his right ways regardless of the personal cost. Earthly penalties, physical pain, or the hardships that may be endured. He will pursue God and all his right ways. A kingdom man helps build God's kingdom. Pursue purpose over pain now and forever. Now and forever after. Evans writes, Men, you are in a battle. You are in a war. The stakes of this war and its casualties are higher than a checkmark in the win or loss column. Lives will be lost. Eternities will be shaped. Destinies will be discovered or dismissed. Dreams will be attained or relinquished. Jesus has not asked you to be a fan. He has plenty of fans already. Every Sunday morning, every Sunday morning, his fan base shows up regularly and loudly in stadiums with great emotion, great singing, preaching, excitement, cheers of adulation, recognition, and statements of affirmation. But Jesus is not interested in just having fans. No fan ever set the stage for a battle to be won. Jesus wants men who will carry out his agenda, his governance, and his guidelines in a world in crisis. Jesus wants men who will rule well. Jesus wants men who will rule well. And today, my dudes, <laughs> all my dudes in the chat, Demon Hunter Bear, Son of Acanthus, what's going on? All my dudes, I propose we start being those men. There is a loud, desperate cry for kingdom men to return. You won't hear it on the TV screens, in the newspapers, or wherever else the agendas of Satan are being pushed and peddled um, today or tomorrow. But our crumbling society and culture is desperate for righteous men of action to reclaim what has clearly been lost. Our women and our children need us to rise out of our slumber and answer the dire call for godly men to rule well again. The world is crying out for kingdom men. Let's answer it. Answer the call. What's going on, Sad? Yo, says you're live, but the video download was canceled. Please try again. Yeah, I think Twitch doesn't ever work for me. <laughs> My boy Stephen Ignoramus said to always try just streaming to Twitch anyways, but uh, I think I'm going to abandon it and cancel my account on Twitch and just stop streaming there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to check on Odyssey, I guess. Everyone keeps telling me to get on Odyssey, so I'm going to tr try checking that out. But as of now, DLive, YouTube, and Trovo... Until I'm kicked off, those are the three I kind of focus on and seem to work best for me. And then Twitter slash Periscope, whatever it's called, works pretty well too. But good to see you here, Sed. Son of a Cancer's Bear. Hope all is well. Sorry, I guess my camera is frozen. I don't know what's up. 
I got frozen on my camera. Apparently, you guys can hear the audio. That's all that matters. Podcast doesn't matter anyways. <laughs> and we're just going to keep rolling. We're just going to keep rolling. Because this is amazing. This is a needed topic. A kingdom always includes three fundamental components. A ruler, a realm of subjects who fall under his rule, and the rules or governances. God's kingdom is simply the highest and greatest of all authority and all of creation. One that transcends time, space, politics, denominations, cultures, and the realms of society. It is both now and not yet, close by and removed. Governed by covenant systems, the kingdom's institutions include the family, church, and civil government. The creator of it all has given guidelines for the operation of all three. And negligence to adhere to these guidelines results in disorder and loss. While each of the three fundamental components maintain separate responsibilities and dominion, all three are to work in conjunction with the others under divine rule based on an absolute standard of truth, based on the logos of God. When the components work this way, they bring order, peace, and beauty to a world of chaos, confusion, and evil. The most crucial part of this system is the authority of the ruler. The emperor must have clothes, and the people must have faith in him. The emperor must have on clothes, and the people must have faith in him. Without true faith in the divine ruler, the results are simply a mess. The lack of morality, the lack of love, truth, beauty, and goodness results in a broken people every time. This is why Satan's very first move in the garden was to subtly and deceitfully dethrone the ruler. And he continues on with that tactic even to this day with all of us. At all times we must always remember that there are two answers to every question God's answer and everyone else's answer there's God's answer and then there's everyone else's answer when they contradict when those two answers contradict each other everyone else is wrong removing the master and absolute ruler from God's relationship with man essentially places God's answer on the same level as everyone else's. Adam's sin was allowing his wife's human viewpoint, which had been initiated by Satan, to override the revealed will and word of God. Adam allowed a person close to him to overrule God. Men, my dudes, <laughs> only by putting Lord back into the equation will you experience the dominion and authority that you were created to have. A kingdom man is one who visibly demonstrates the comprehensive rule of God underneath the lordship of Jesus Christ in every area of his life. Rather than Adam being the prototype for man, now Jesus Christ, as the last Adam, is the prototype for a kingdom man. A man who rules according to God's sovereign rule. 
If you are a man, or still just a little male, like it or not, you are a leader by position. It could be that you are a horrible one by practice, but by position, you have been called to lead. You have been called to lead. That is what the Adam prototype entailed. God created Adam before Eve because he was responsible to both rule and lead. Adam was given his calling to cultivate and guard the garden before Eve was created from him. And as a result, it was Adam whom God sought when both Adam and Eve had disobeyed him. This is because Adam was ultimately responsible. As a man, you are ultimately responsible for those within your domain. You are held responsible for the state of your own garden and those within it. How you lead, my dudes, will play a large part in either the life or death experienced within your, your realm. You can either lead those in your care to a place of safety, or you can drive those in your care to a place of chaos. To rule well is not a call that you make one day and then forget about. Not a call that you make one day and then forget about the next. Ruling well is a lifelong skill forged through faithfulness and dedication, one step at a time. The one true king has given us all a rule book by which we are to govern, by which we are to rule, lead, make decisions, direct, guide, and align your life choices. This rule book is his word. When we lead according to what he says in his word, he will back us with the authority we need to carry it out. When we don't, we're on our own. When we don't, we're on our own. Many tomorrows will be determined by how well we rule today. Many tomorrows will be determined by how well we rule today. As a kingdom man, you have been sent here in this life, during this time, and in this place to bring heaven's rule into a world in need. This is a real battle. This is a war, a spiritual war. You may not see your enemy directly, but his presence is revealed all around you. When your feet hit the floor each morning, do you make your enemy, the devil, say, oh crap, he's up. When you step out your door each day, do heaven and hell take notice? Do other men look at you as someone to emulate? Do your children look to you with confidence? Are you a preserver of culture and a champion of society? One who keeps out evil and ushers in good? Are you a man who is fulfilling your destiny and able to satisfy the woman in your life? More than all of that, though, when God searches for a man to advance his kingdom, does he call your name? When God searches for a man to advance his kingdom, does he call your name? Valid question to ask, right? <laughs> Valid question to ask.
trying to pick up my camera real quick see if anything works a lot of my artwork comes from a good man and friend of mine timmy j follow him on instagram at s-w-i-t-c-h-b-a-x his company mountain folk is amazing they promote artists they create mesmerizing art and they sell comfy clothing that helps support groups that are fighting against human trafficking. Be sure to follow at F-O-L-K-M-T-N on Instagram, as well as at M-T-N-F-O-L-K-S-H-O-P. And be sure to shop at mtn.folk.shop. This is not a paid ad. Just help good people do good things. this is gonna work but at least you can hear me <laughs> at least you can hear me that's all that matters um, so we'll just keep going welcome to the podcast only episode <laughs> welcome to the podcast only episode as a man Know that you are responsible. One of the critical elements to advance God's kingdom is understanding that as a man, you are responsible for that which falls within the realm of influence that God has given you. Your family, ministry, career, resources, community, and any other areas of personal influence you may have. A man who forgoes responsibility in the chaos or confusion of his realm even if it is his direct doing, has thus prevented himself from remedying it. Not only does he lack God's power to advance, but he has also disqualified himself from even fixing what has been broken. The actions of others are of no importance to you and your responsibilities. Eve was the one tempted by the serpent to eat the fruit that had been forbidden in the garden. But it was Adam whom God went looking for. Eve was the one who messed up, but Adam had a responsibility to prevent her from messing up. It was Adam who was responsible for working and maintaining the garden. And that included his woman, who was created to complement him in that task. We read in Genesis 3.9, Then the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? Where are you? Irrespective of who did what first, the question is posed to Adam. Because Adam was accountable under God as the assigned representative to carry out and to assure the carrying out of God's agenda. While Eve bore responsibility for her part, Adam was also held responsible because of his leadership responsibility. Adam was called to cultivate the garden and to keep it, to be productive with the resources and to guard it from evil. Spiritual warfare was there at Adam's inception, as well as at our own. When lordship was removed from God's relationship with Adam, 
that led to sin and disobedience. This in turn caused a misalignment between Adam and God, which resulted in decay, destruction, and death. The problem keeping many men in our culture from being kingdom men is that through silence or blame, they have relinquished their God-given right to rule or lead. Adam did both, and today many men also do the same. In doing so, they have given up their responsibility. I'm sorry, they've given up their opportunity to approach the Christian life as a challenge and a quest to conquer and have instead settled to live as responders. Men, my dudes, you do have an enemy to conquer. You have a legion of his minions coming at you and at those you love every day in a head-to-head competition to see who will walk away with the glory, either Satan or God. When Satan tries to destroy your live live feed camera, your web camera during a live stream, (laughs) fight the battle. Do not let him win. Carry on. Push through and fight back. Because as a man, you are responsible. You are to take full responsibility to rule to the best of your ability for the betterment of yourself and all others within your domain. That doesn't mean that you are personally obligated to solve every issue, but it does mean that you are obligated to oversee it being solved if it falls within your realm of influence and authority. Men, also remember that rule does not mean domination or control. It means leading with wisdom for others. And when you do, you are to remember your call to greatness. Men, you were created to be great. You were made for it. It is yours for the taking. Too many men either don't realize this or they don't know how to get it. Yet, as a kingdom man, greatness is your destiny. As a kingdom man, greatness is your destiny. Greatness is maximizing your potential for the glory of God and the good of others. Not only does God want you to be great in his kingdom, my dudes, but he has also destined you for it. This greatness will look differently for each of us based on our positions, personalities, and potential. Achieving greatness doesn't mean your name will always be the one in lights on the scoreboard, however. Greatness for a kingdom man begins by aligning yourself with God's kingdom agenda agenda to benefit others. You must first make the decision that not only do you want greatness, but that you are also going to pursue it according to God's methods. That's where it starts. That's where it starts. You must first make the decision. Whatever the odds stacked against you may be, do not ever let the odds determine your destiny. Jesus said that if you believe in him, you will do greater works than he did. He didn't say you might do them. 
He didn't say if you're lucky, you may do them. He didn't even say that you could do them. Jesus said in red letters that if you believe in him, you will do them. And you will. You will. God has destined you for greatness. God has destined you for greatness. It doesn't matter how much money you have when you die, how many people know your name, or what position you held here and now. If you never got around to doing what doing and being what your destiny is, then all you were was a successful failure. Some temporarily successful failure. Success means arriving at God's prescribed destination for you while having the capacity to experience, enjoy, and extend his goodness in your life. Friend, <laughs> all my friends, all my dudes, you have a destination. You have a destiny that God has ordained for you and offers to you. You are not just here to take up space, water the lawn, and watch television. You are here for more. You are here to rule and to rule well. You are here to rule and to rule well. I'm going to try to get a at least a picture of me up. <laughs> Old picture or wobble, we'll put Wobbly Bear's uh, drawing on me. I like that one. Yeah, shout out Wobbly Bear again for this awesome picture of me. There we go. <laughs> now you can kind of see me. Um, but yeah. Leave the past behind. God told Joshua, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore, arise. God told Joshua, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore, arise. In other words, Joshua, get up. <laughs> get up, Joshua, and go. Moses was dead. Moses was gone. Joshua needed to be reminded that although Moses had been a great man, a great leader, and had been instrumental in leading the Israelites into freedom, Moses had not gotten them into the promised land. Moses was amazing, but Moses was yesterday. It was time for Joshua to get up and move on. At some point, you have to get up and move on. Some of you may not have gotten to your destiny by now because you are still too tied to Moses. Yet to move forward and attain your tomorrow, it is important that you say goodbye to yesterday. To move forward and attain your tomorrow, it is important that you say goodbye to yesterday. If God is going to take you where he wants you to go, you can't be tethered to where you have been. A crucial principle for advancing God's kingdom as a kingdom man is that if you are going to move ahead, you are going to have to let go of the past. All of us have pasts that involve the good, the bad, and the ugly. We can look back over our shoulder and see the good things that have happened, the bad things we have done, 
and the ugly things that others have done to us. But that was yesterday. That was the past. You have to let it go. You can learn from yesterday, just don't live in it. Because if you live in yesterday, then you are going to kill tomorrow. If you live in yesterday, you are going to kill tomorrow. Yesterday's victories will not carry you through today. Neither should yesterday's defeats dominate tomorrow. <laughs> yesterday's victories will not carry you through today. And neither should yesterday's defeats dominate tomorrow. You are tied to a rope called yesterday. You can only go so far. God began his talk with Joshua by giving an important reminder. Moses was gone. Then he told him to get up and get going. Get up and get going. Remember, if Satan can keep you looking back, then he can keep you from moving forward. Everything that God has destined for you, he has already given to you. It is located in the heavenly places, so now your job is to draw it down. What God says in the invisible spiritual realm gets pulled down through faith. Faith is never simply a feeling. Faith always involves your feet. It involves movement. God told Joshua that he had already given the land and the people in the land even before Joshua had stepped foot into it. Yet in living with kingdom authority, in living with kingdom authority meant Joshua had to actually go get it. Joshua had to do something. He had to move. God has an inheritance and destiny for you as well. But one reason why you may not have experienced it yet is because your feet have not marched in tune with faith. When a kingdom man treads upon that which God had destined for him, he is not trying to get God to give him something. He is simply walking on that which God has already provided. Faith means that you believe God so much that you are going to act on what he says. Faith is when you act as if God is telling the truth. Since Joshua believed God had given him the land, he walked in and claimed it. One of the reasons that more men are not seeing the reality of what God has in store for them is either because they do not know that he has something in store for them, or they are not going out and grabbing it. God is the waymaker. He is our provider. He does miracles. But most of the time, God works through the very ordinary act of obeying whatever he has said to do. God knew that once Joshua put the past behind him, got up, and started going into the promised land, that he was going to face a large number of enemies whose goal would be to stop him from reaching his destination. That is why God said, No man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I have been with Moses, I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous. 
For you shall give this people possession of the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. From the book of Joshua, chapter 1, 5 through 7. In other words, God told Joshua that first he was to get up, and then he was to man up. The reason Joshua needed to man up was because people in the land were not going to like the fact that he just showed up. Unfortunately, many of us have been stopped from pursuing the fullness of God's purpose in our lives because of people. They might have been bad people, mean people, or even evil people. Yet whatever they were, they were definitely larger and more powerful people. Maybe they had more money or influence than you. Maybe you shrunk back from moving forward because they made your life miserable or intimidated you by their size, strength, or status. But what you must understand when you face giants in your own life is that people, even on their best day, are still just people. And God is still God. God told Joshua that no matter how large the Canaanites towered over them, or how deep the Hittites growled, that no man would be able to stand before Joshua to block him from getting where God said Joshua was going to go. God knows how to handle the people who are in the way if he can just get you to walk on the property. God knows how to handle the people who are in the way if he can just get you to walk on the property. Remember at all times that there is only one God, the God, our God, and the people around you are not him. While man may have a say, he does not have the final say. While the people opposing you may have a word, it is never the last word unless you let it be the last word because you stop walking in faith. Before the battles began, God reminded Joshua to stay tied to his word. He reminded Joshua that strength was found in God's presence with Joshua and not in Joshua's own plans. God reminded Joshua that it was God himself who would make Joshua's way prosperous and grant him success, not Joshua's own strategies. Joshua was a military man who would have wanted to make his own plans and use his own methods to achieve victory. He would have wanted to lean on his own understanding, but God reminded Joshua that the way to experience success in the new land he was about to enter was by keeping himself tied securely to both the presence of God and his word. God's prescription for success is no different for us today. It has been spelled out for us clearly and that we are to stay within the boundaries of his instruction. The only guarantee of success is when you seek God's way, when you seek God. The more God is, is in the ruler role in your life, the more you will see him opening doors. And you will know that it is God opening the doors because he will do things that you didn't even know he was going to do. 
God will accomplish his purposes, but he will often do it in a manner unlike what you or I or Joshua would have strategized. Just let him lead. It can be difficult for men to let someone else lead, but he is God after all. And success comes when you master the skill of following God well. Men, let go of the past, seize your spiritual inheritance, focus on God rather than people, and tether your decisions to his word. Because it is then that you will claim the victory that includes living out the fullness of your destiny. It is then that you will experience kingdom rule and authority on earth. It is then that you will experience kingdom rule and authority on earth. If you are a messed up man, you are going to contribute to a messed up family. If you are a messed up family, you are going to contribute to a messed up church. If you are a messed up church, you are going to contribute to a messed up community. If you are a messed up community, you are going to contribute to a messed up country. And if you are a messed up country, you are going to contribute to a messed up world. Therefore, the only way to have a world made up of better countries composed of better communities, influenced by better churches, inhabited by better families, is by becoming a better man. It all starts with you. The path to a better world begins with you and me. It begins with us. You become a better man by aligning yourself under the comprehensive rule of God over every area of your life, under God's kingdom agenda. You do it through choosing not just to be a man, but also a kingdom man. Um, and just know that I am skipping some important sections and topics from the book, Kingdom Man. Interesting stories and examples and history used by Tony Evans in this amazing book. This amazing book. I Again, I highly suggest you grab a copy of your own and dive into it and get it as gifts for people in your family. Um, and we are just going to end today as the book ends with a kingdom man game plan. <laughs> a kingdom man game plan. So any last chat questions or comments, send them to me. I'm going to read this and then call it a day. It's going to be a little bit, but if you want to, if you want to talk about something, comment, hit me up in the chat, DLive YouTube Trovo. We're going to end with this kingdom man game plan. Um, the definition, what is the definition we're talking about today? A kingdom man is a man who visibly demonstrates the comprehensive rule of God underneath the lordship of Jesus Christ in every area of his life. What is the goal? The goal is to glorify God through the advancement of his kingdom by exhibiting responsibility and leadership in my personal, family, 
church and community life. Personal life. In my personal life, we are to exercise responsibility in developing my spiritual, physical, intellectual, and emotional well-being and impact. Intentionally setting aside time to meet with God daily in His Word and through prayer for the purpose of cultivating spiritual intimacy, drawing down heavenly authority, and receiving divine correction and instruction. Seek Seeking to maintain optimal health and to maximize my mental and physical energy through regular exercise, eating a healthy diet, and getting an annual physical exam. Investing my emotional, spiritual, and professional development through regularly reading books pertaining to my field or area of interest, listening to insightful podcasts, and inquiring useful skills at conferences, schools, or seminars, if possible. And by schools, I mean trade schools. <laughs> Carrying out fiscal responsibility and providing for my family, living within my means, paying down any existing debt, beginning with the smallest bill first, then and giving and saving for your future. And in, in family life, Create an environment for my family to experience maximum satisfaction and growth. Using dinner table regularly, using the dinner table regularly for fellowship, discipleship, addressing the needs within the household, family devotions, and prayer. Regularly initiating and planning dates with my wife, as well as my daily communication, as well as daily communication make let me just start that over regularly initiating and planning dates with my wife as well as daily communicating words of affirmation and routinely setting aside time for in-depth communication routinely modeling and teaching my children biblical principles of life issues regarding finances relationships faith personal responsibility goal setting and more as well as investing in their lives through attending their events, reading to or with them, and actively engaging with them on a daily basis. Church life, to be a contributing member of a biblically-centered church. A contributing member of a biblically-centered church. Leading my family in weekly or bi-weekly church attendance, as well as reviewing with them throughout the week what has been taught. Actively serving in a ministry that maximizes the use of my skills and gifts to help others. Regularly meeting with an accountability partner or partners in person and or by phone for encouragement and authentic relationship. Financially investing in the ministry of my local church through tithes and offering. Intentionally engaging and mentoring those in my church without fathers. And community life. To tangibly contribute to the stability, progress, safety, and development of the community in which I live. Regularly sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout my daily life. Joining with other men to arrange and participate in an event designed to reach and impact men in your city. 
developing or participating in my church's community outreach ministry, registering and voting for every election that affects my community, investigating my, investigating ways that my gifts, skills, and or business can contribute to the economic and social development of my community and or a community nearby that is of lesser economic or social stability. Those are just some goals to set your life on in your community, your church life, your family life, your personal life. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, no more chat questions. Thank you guys for tuning in. Sorry for the visual uh, snafu. <laughs> Whatever happened, my camera froze and tweaked out and won't, uh, it won't even like restart itself. So I might have to buy a new camera. I have to hit up China and have them send me a new camera. But I appreciate you guys tuning in. Anyways, I'm listening. Um, now we're in the future. So I'm like a bit sniffly. And... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a bit sniffly. Um, I hate mouth noises and stuff. I always try to stop it, but I feel like I was making a lot of mouth noises today, so I'm sorry. Uh, like burping and sniffles and coughs or whatever. Stretching. Stretching sounds. <laughs> Did a big long walk up a hill and push-ups this morning. So I'm like a little bit like sore after a long work week outside too. But, you know, just crushing every day. Advancing the kingdom step by step. Every day. <laughs> it uh, can throw you out of whack sometimes on a Saturday morning. When you're supposed to be sleeping in. But instead you're... Trying to get all my dudes out there to become kingdom builders. Um, <laughs> so yeah, again, get this book. It's an amazing book. Um, we're just going to end by saying, being a male is a matter of birth. <laughs> There's two genders, and being born a male, one of the two genders, is a matter of birth. And being a man is a matter of choice. Being a man is a matter of choice. We must answer the call from our true authority to be a righteous, trusting, wise, courageous, honest, hardworking, sacrificial, influential, trusting, and loving servant of the King of Kings. In summary, a kingdom man is a relentless, committed, resilient, humble leader of those in his life. He is a man who loves Jesus, follows him into righteous living, and focuses his time and energy on serving his creator and all of the creation around him. Go out and answer the call. Become a builder of God's kingdom. Be a thorn in the side of evil head into the right direction and lead those around you there as well i love y'all all y'all i believe in all y'all you can be great and you can walk forward into the destiny that god made you for we can all move away from our past and head into a glorious destiny that awaits us now and forever after now go and move forward, away from yesterday and into tomorrow. 
Become a kingdom man now. Seek the good, true, and beautiful. And be good, do good, love and be loved. And I'll see you back here next week. Live, Saturday morning. Love y'all. Take care. Follow Sean on social media at Sean B. Planet. His podcast audio is on the Sean B. Planet channel on Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. His videos are on YouTube and BitChute. Live streams on DLive and Twitch. Blogs, links, and other stuff can be found at SeanBPlanet.com.